Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. Oh my God. So glad to be here with my best friend, Mel. And this is Sharing My Truth. And we just want to give you a quick little cute reminder to subscribe and like this pod. And don't forget to rate and review us. Anything helps. We love you guys so much. And I want to say hi. Hey. Hey, babes. Hello, darling. Ooh, how are you? You seem very excited today. I am because I've missed you. No. Um, you know, I just always miss you when I'm not here. <laughs> and it's lovely to be back. Yes. Um, you know, it's holidays are a holidays are a weird time, you know. They are. I I do feel it's a very reflective time. I always feel very um like yeah, okay. So that happened, what's happening next? What 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 do you do different? Yeah, I'm I'm very reflective when I get to the end of the year. I'm not. I'm just drunk. You're drunk. Well, I'm drunk too, <laughs> to be fair. Is that what you're so reflective? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 No, it feels good. I mean, you know, you spend a lot of time with family you don't usually see. It's intense. And so I think that's yes. a very interesting part of it, which is kind of funny because things happen during the year where you like don't know if to talk about it to your family because you're like, yeah, you know, there's just like there's these lines within a family, and maybe it's not your own family. It could be your friends. It could be your partner's family. There's these lines, these invisible lines that we're like, do we cross this? Do we talk about this? And especially in politics, yes. in life, in sex, you're. Sh- I'm sure most people are getting asked these questions of when are you guys having a baby you know yeah. like are you guys getting married like yeah. how's do you have any are you dating anyone yeah you know like these horrible annoying questions that you don't even want to answer and you shouldn't even be asked you know what i mean i do i do it is a weird time because you you're quite right you spend a lot of time with people or you, you sort of have this duty where you have to do all these things like whether it's work related whether it's family related whether it's something and, you know, it isn't your religion, but you kind of turn up because it's your friends or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. there's, it's a kind of very odd time of year. And, yeah, I, I, it's a little bit intense in a way. I mean, I quite like it because you get to, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. But it is a bit intense. And I do think a lot about the year that is gone and the year that is coming. God, and I said this before in a previous podcast. I am so excited for 2023 to be done. I am yes. over it. I think this happens to me almost every year where I'm just like, I am over it. 2024, I want some more, you know? Yeah, I mean, I always say you have to be careful because you have to be careful <laughs> what yeah. you wish for because it could be even more shit. It could no, be better. No. It could be better, but it could be worse. No, I'm an I optimist. Mean, you know, there's all sorts of things happening next year. American elections. God. Then, you know, like they're going to have elections very soon coming in Canada, the UK. Fun. I can't wait the world for the is Canadian one. Yeah. So, you know, 
I mean, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I I'm just, I'm so. ready for something. I'm ready for some good stuff. You know, I just started a new job. Mm-hmm. You know, I am just, ex- I'm sad that global warming is happening. Okay. Right. But I'm also excited to maybe do some traveling in the new year. Yes. To make more money. Right. I have goals that I can actually like feel that I can set because COVID might hopefully be a thing of the past. Oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's these things that we can, I think, still look forward to that I feel like we haven't been able to get to that point in the past like three years. No, I agree. I think we're actually finally at the point somebody cannot say to you, we don't have that in stock or you can't buy this or whatever (laughs) because of COVID. Oh my God. It's literally like, no, No. that's not going to fly. No. I don't want to hear that. No. Because COVID is here for the rest of evermore. Yeah. And let's just get the fuck over it and live your goddamn life. Exactly. Just let's stop. But I think it is good to be... To think about what happened in 2023, not in a like a morose and de- do you like that morose mm-hmm. depressing way, and think about ooh the exciting things that can happen in 2024. It's good, like and, I'm and excited in, in all different parts of your life. I'm right? excited. I truly am excited. I think I don't want to jinx it, but I honestly do feel like anything can fucking happen this year and i kind of love that weird feeling of like not knowing what comes next, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, no, it's a good feeling, and it's a good feeling to. This is going to sound very deep. Inhabit that feeling. Yes. But you actually are connected to being good with that. I think that's really, really good that you should always throughout your life be thinking about the next thing and keep moving forward. I'm a big believer in that. Absolutely. And if you guys have some New Year's resolutions or anything, maybe like sexy New Year's resolutions or anything like that, um, or you have some really funny or sad or naughty um like Christmas stories or like fan- yeah, <laughs> funny, funny ones. or bad stories <laughs> about ones. the holidays that you guys want to tell us. You can always go to Sharing My Truth Pod um, on our uh, social media or go to sharingmytruth.com and you can uh, send us a little voicemail, give us a little email, something like that, and we will respond or you may be featured on the pod. Absolutely. It's very exciting. It is. Um, and I kind of want to get started because these people have been having maybe a worse 2023 than us. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people know this there's been a lot of celebrity divorces they have and i i mean i i can't actually tell you whether there's been more this year than ever before because i never really think about it i think it's just there have been some weird ones it's weird and it's also like why so many why so many this year do you think there have been more than normal yes i actually do okay because i i don't know why maybe divorce is getting to be more i don't know maybe not it feels like divorce has always been very prevalent in like celebrities lives oh, yeah but for whatever reason it just feel like there's been more celebrity divorces than ever before i think because some of the couples have been together for like a thousand years yeah and you're like why so the fuck are you like, getting divorced now what like but why are you bothering divorce is also like a rich person's game oh for sure and i've always thought about like that like you can't just break up with someone if you don't have another house to go to yeah it's much easier for a celebrity to get divorced than literally anyone else of course because they can carry on and no have that same lifestyle exactly and i'll just give you some examples right like hugh jackman and his long-term wife i that i was very shocked at. shocked like three decades they've been together yeah and, and, and he do divorce and he was in love with her like i remember him i remember like watching mm. interviews about it and she's older than him yeah 
And you do wonder. She's still fabulous, though. Wait, what is going on? Yeah. It's weird, but three decades you've it's, been to someone, right? Yeah, it's very weird. And then the thing about something like that is you start to really think, oh, my God, everything really is fake and everything's a PR stunt. It's not fucking And weird. they're like, you know, presenting this thing and it's all bullshit. And you think to yourself, why? Why present the bullshit? Just give us the real thing. I don't know. But anyway, I mean, but yeah, that there's was another shocking. one, like Meryl Streep. That is very shocking because you think she's been married for a very long time. But uh, apparently they've been separated for over six years. Yeah. but And now they're just getting divorced. It's like, what is happening? So that's an interesting question. <laughs> why not tell, why, why do you have to not talk about that? I don't, I don't understand that in the world we live in. Nobody it's cares. It's so weird. And it's like, I don't know, you're... You're male fucking streep. Do what you like. You do what you like and like, I don't know, maybe it's for the kids who are adults. It's so weird. Well, Meryl Streep's what, amazingly, I think she's in her 70s, isn't she? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So her kids are all in their 30s. Half of them are actors and they've all got their own careers and they're all, like, why would they? And they've already been separated. I know, it's really weird. I don't, anyway, whatever. Um, Okay, but another one. Uh, and this one's a bit on the younger side, right? Like Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Yeah. Divorced. And there was a, a whole, I remember this whole thing and I don't usually keep up with celebrity like gossip because yeah. I find it kind of annoying. But like that was a big one because I was like, I never really was a fan of Joe Jonas. And I was mm. a big fan of Sophie Turner because of Game of Thrones. And mm. I think she's just fabulous. But Joe Jonas is kind of like gives me the ick a bit. Oh, completely. Huge yeah. like ick factor with Joe Jonas. Um, and then obviously, like his PR team completely fucked that whole thing up after they got divorced. Like when they were starting their divorce, like they were trying to blame it on her. Mm-hmm. They were trying to do some weird shit, being like, it's her fault. Like she's trying to take the kids away from this great dad. And it's like, wow, this is it was like, very undignified. I think very. Th- there was a bit about it because I, she's. English, yes. and I think she, I could be getting this wrong, was spending some time in England, so there's obviously an issue of the kids where they and live stuff. and stuff. But you're like, you know, grow up. I know. I mean, come on. And I, it, that's really unpleasant, and the people I feel the most sorry for are the kids, because they're just, you know. I know. Have all this disgusting shitstorm around them. But anyway, yeah, that, that was like, but again, I think that's like the PR machine. Yep to show and tell the world how amazing their relationship was when it probably wasn't. And you just think, can we just not have a bit more real, you know? And that's all we want. And I think there's there's a few more I want to just give an announcement to. I mean, obviously we know, but uh, Justin Trudeau, which I think is hilarious because mm-hmm. obviously yeah. like, we're in Canada and we... Not that I think it's shocking because I don't think divorce should be shocking anymore mm-hmm. and I think it should be very accepted. But... It's shocking because it's a politician and it does affect your ratings. And Justin Trudeau's ratings could not get any worse. No, and they will get worse. <laughs> They're through the floor. They will get w- fucking worse, um, but it's it's really bad. And yeah, the fact I, that again I'm ups like I I really respect his wife for just being like, Yeah, yeah. let's get a divorce. Like because that must have not been easy, you know? And yeah. I had realized that I hadn't seen her in any of his promo stuff for yeah. a really long time. It's true. I it I oddly I hadn't thought about it until like, oh yeah, right. yeah, you know, and and obviously that's incredibly difficult. Yeah, I don't know how you manage that, and um, there are a lot of conversations and whatever. But it it's it also seems kind of odd in this day and age that you have to be a politician pretending I know. that your marriage is good. It seems kind of odd, doesn't it? But um. 
I don't know. I mean, in other countries, we've had like we, you know, in in uh, in my country, yes. we've had you know Boris Johnson. We won't comment on oh, him, but God. he, um, you know, he wasn't married when he took office. Then he got married. So you know, we've got over it in other places. We need to get over it because politicians are human beings, whatever we may think about. Yeah, them. and we don't. And need of to... course, they're married, not married. It doesn't. There has no bearing that. on what. In my personal opinion, I'd like to caveat that for anybody comes for me. I was just yeah. It's, yeah, I don't, and we, I also would like to say we do not get political on this podcast because no. we don't want to do that. Anyway, so we'll move on. <laughs> but I would say it, I would have loved to have seen like a hilarious or ridiculous affair happen with him and nothing's come out yet about with it. With who? With Justin Trudeau. Yeah. And him I like think fucking might. one of his like cabinet members. Like I was waiting for that there and have it hasn't been, happened yet. I think they've done a very good job of. Quashing it, yeah, on whoever, it whoever's side, which may eventually come out. I hope it does because I'm well, here for the tea. It's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, last one I'll talk about, which because I love her yes. and him, is yes. Sophia, Sophia Vergara. Yeah, that's how you say it. I and love Joe Menginelia. That's how you say it, right? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. I don't know He's exactly. So gorgeous. Um, Manganiello, yeah. He's American. So. Anyway, okay, I, said. I, th- I love her. I think she I love her is She's fucking fantastic. amazing. Yeah. I love the way, I just love the way she is on shows like, what is it, Modern Family? I yeah, just yeah, think yeah. it's, oh my God, it's perfect. Yeah. And the way she is, when you see her being interviewed, she just completely takes the piss out of herself. Yeah. But she is so unbelievably classically stunning yeah like there aren't many women that look like that anymore like truly very feminine mm-hmm. and she's 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 older than me she's like a bit older. What? she's like 52 or yeah i mean she's unbelievable that's crazy and the accent and and she takes she's out. so I love hilarious it. and yeah it's so sad i mean they were married for like five minutes because also no i thought they were married for a little long time no well, five minutes in my world Susie. right i just thought they were such a cute fucking couple I know. but apparently it's I read somewhere some time ago is because she's like really sociable and loves going out and stuff and he's like a boring. He's a little homebody. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. I mean, honestly, she needs a man who can fucking take her dancing. And oh that's my what I want God. for her. Yeah. You she's know? a woman who, yeah, I mean, she dresses for the right. Okay, God, I love she's her. she's so hot. We're, yeah. a big, we're big fans. All right. Well, let's let's move on to the future. Yes, Susie. The future what, what, of 2024. What does the future hold? Okay, we're going to be talking about the sex forecast. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, an important forecast. I think it is. I think it's more important than global warming. So let's go. Well, no. that, that argument is... Uh, what, yeah. Mel? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's start with what people have been really... Um, this is data, okay? You a data slut? Because well, I, I don't. Am. First of all, I don't say data. I say data. Okay, data. Data. Um, <laughs> data. 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 Okay, but this is real data. Exactly. Thank you. Sounds so much better than data. Sure. Okay. Um, Doesn't sound yeah. real. Anyway, so these are <laughs> the um, you know percentage growth yeah. from what people have been searching for yeah. from this past year and what it shows to what people are going to be interested for the next year yeah. coming up. We're not going to say every single one of them, but there are some really good ones that I think we should talk about because mm-hmm. these are ones that we don't even really, we didn't realize were actually that popular yeah. with the public. Yeah, and it's obviously reflecting 
society or what's going on or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to start with, okay, gooning, which was up 778%. Which I've never heard of. I have never heard mm-hmm. of this term. Why? I don't know. And it's a state of arousal or heightened pleasure from sensory overload, such as blindfolding your partner. Gooning. Okay, I have never heard of this. Like, I've heard of blindfolding and like... Yeah, I didn't... I mean, I've I just didn't realize of, that's what it's called. I've heard of the description. Yeah. I just have never heard of this word. And I find that odd because it does actually have a totally non-sexual meaning in the UK. Never heard of it. Never heard of it, but... Never heard of the word, but we know what it is. And yes, mm. you should do it more. Have you ever been blindfolded, Mel? Yes. And? It's not really my back. I'm such a, I find it hard not being, I don't like being in the dark. <laughs> I don't, I just don't like not being in control. Oh, Mel, you're dominating. Yeah, I'm a dom. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. That's interesting. I love it. And <laughs> so odd that I can see that. Yes. But I also love being a dominatrix. Like, there's just depending on the day. You yeah. Know, I'm not going to get blindfolded yeah. every day. But like to have no. your hands tied behind your back and like not being in control of what's happening to your body, like that's kind of hard. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to have an awful lot of time on your hands, but yeah, because to do it properly, you have. You can't mess. We can't be like, okay, let's just you know nip in here and do a bit of gooning, can you? You've got no, to like, unfortunately not. You got to kind of you know know you're doing it. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be like it takes like an hour at least. Well, at least. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay, our next one. Yes. Um, femboy. Search results up t- like um, up five hundred and four percent. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I would just say I would have used in my for my generation. So Gen X, the the term would really be like you're effeminate, or obviously like a in my mind in a sort of. Gay sense is a twink, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's a Gen Z slang word for a young male who displays traditionally feminine feminine characteristics. Yeah, so it's nothing new. It's just um, Gen Zs are just using another word. Yeah. But it's 100% not new. And it's, it's always the funniest thing ever about Gen Zs mm-hmm. that they come up with the most, I'm sorry, ridiculous things. They do. Like my daughter sent me a text today. <laughs> this will make you laugh. Right, so I was really good. I managed yeah, yeah. to translate the whole no, thing. Great. But she says to me, um, blah, blah, blah. You, I'll read the end of it. You you are, so you're ACC. <laughs> she says, and she's joking, my queen, YK, you know. So I know she's saying- I'm sorry, you, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> so she said, you, you are, as in your, in the text. Yeah, yeah. ACC- my queen, YK, you know. So I got you something, my queen, you know. Can I so see I, this? I don't even so understand I what said, you're saying. What the hell does oh, a... Oh, you're actually my queen, you know. Is that what that means? Exactly. So okay. I said, so I texted her back, what does ACC mean? <laughs> because I know what you are is. I know what queen is. Yeah. And I know what YK is. And she said to me, ACC means actually. I said, but that's not how you spell actually. Oh, there are two Mel. C's in actually. 
you can't make a shortened version of a word that's spelt wrong. And we had a whole conversation about it. Anyway, so that would be my comment about Gen Zs and the word femboy. Or twink is a thing too, but yeah, I that's mean, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Funny. Um, let's go down. Um and let's see one. Okay. If you've heard of this, cottaging, which is so Ontario, cottaging was down 70%. And what is cottaging? It's engaging in sex in risky settings, such as secluded outdoor areas. Yeah. So that means people aren't doing it as much. Yeah. So is that people are doing it at home more? So we know that term in the UK that I, people You know that term in the UK? Oh, yeah. I didn't know what cottaging Yeah, so it's like a, we know what, so if if it's like if somebody said cottaging and you'd laugh, but because you know like somebody from Canada means their cottage and they're going for the weekend and blah, blah, blah. If you're English, you've got another whole thing going on in your mind. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's interesting. So that's down. Why is that That's down because people want to... Have sex and indoors, indoors, I guess. Well, I, th- I do. That? Well, my comment about that is, I think that often the idea of outdoors is is really nice, but in practice, it's not very practical. Unless you are like on the beach, and even then, it's not very practical. No, it's oh, I fucking hate having I mean, sex you on get the beach. It's sand so in your hoo hoo is not it's cool. So unappealing um, to me nowadays. Even in the water, it's lots of problems. No, then you can't because do that. it seems like we sort of the romantic idea is people are like blah blah blah, making love in the water, and, and it sunset. just it generally doesn't work. No, it's because it it takes all the feelings away, and, you and can it gets actually all get rubbery. like um like scratches in your pussy. Oh, from sand? From the sand. Yeah. And then you can get, like, was horrible. Know, imagine, bad things happening imagine to you there. If, um, imagine if you, like, got it re- sand really far lodged up there, which you could. I mean, that'd be awful. Well, that's what happens. Oh, my God, that'd be awful. Okay, let's go back up. Huh? So, Thruple was up 230%. So, that means more polyamory for the world. How nice is that? That's interesting. I, f- I think to myself, though, yeah, I guess living as a throuple or mm-hmm. like being in a relationship as a throuple. And like, let's remind people, throuple means consensual three-person relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we're not talking about like a weird throuple where you're cheating on someone and then you, I don't know. But this is a consensual three-person ethical love triangle where people just want to fuck each other and that's okay and that's beautiful for 2024 and that it it could also be any combination of any of those things yeah like do you mean like sex wise like well per, you like could be like gender two women wise. a man yeah. or two men and a woman or two women, women. women two men and a woman however many women and men and <laughs> transgendered people um, you it, want you could, it could be anything it could be tits You're and a dick on the bottom who knows tits and a dick absolutely yes. absolutely which is also i think very popular and as it should be darling yeah it's a femboy <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole fascinating subject <laughs> oh my lord okay let's talk about one more yeah uh maybe a couple more but micro penis was down in searches 47%. Why? Maybe because women don't want to see it anymore. I don't know. 
Are they like going, oh my God, I've encountered a micro penis. Let's just check out whether it grows or Maybe something. Maybe people have been, yeah, I don't know. Maybe or people I can do have something. been encountering them less. Maybe. Maybe. Or it could be what I told you today <laughs> that you can buy a sleeve if you have a micro penis. Okay, Mel, can you please explain this to people? So I found this out today. We won't say why I found this out because that's very interesting. <laughs> But that if you have, yeah. if you're not so well endowed yes. down there. Mm-hmm. You have a micro penis. Now, I knew there were lots of devices to kind of increase size. I didn't really know that you could put a whole sleeve on it of all different sizes and all different kind of materials to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And so that obviously your partner feels like you have a big penis. Right. So you're putting your penis pretty much in an empty cucumber. Yeah. And you're yeah. attaching that to yourself somehow. Yeah. And then you're using that. To yeah. I mean, I fuck. wondered, yeah, I wondered what what the safety elements of that are. Like, if it's in the encasing, do you have to, I suppose you do have to put a condom on top of it. What do you do? Because no, the you stuff don't put a goes in it. it. So maybe that saves money because then you don't. Have, that you saves do, money. That's what we're worried about. You don't, you don't need condoms. You just I put just, this thing on. But anyway, maybe This is not real medical advice. Do not listen to Mel about this. Oh, my God. But maybe they're, they're Googling my solutions to micropenisery. Yeah, that's very weird. But why are they Googling micropenis? Or is it... Yeah, is it to do with surgery? What is it? I don't know. Anyway, we don't know. But um, micropenises... I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before. I mean, there aren't that many, are there, really? I don't, I don't think there's that many. But I will say, if you have one, it's okay. Just be really good with your mouth. Yeah, and, and buy fingers. a sleeve. And buy a sleeve. <laughs> and I'm not selling them, so I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, I don't Use know what pump. I'm saying. Use a pump and well, a sleeve to be fair, the and pump, a cucumber. The pump was in, um, what's the new, uh, Sex in the City, what's the new I, the new name of it? Oh, I, just like that. That's it. So there was a guy in that who had a pump. A pump? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Making it big. Who's going out with one of the new characters that I can't remember her name. Seema or something. I can't stand that fucking new show, honestly. Um, Okay, this is something I've actually found really interesting. Okay, right here. Oh, really? Yeah. So Bondage, hold Mm. it, was down 36%, but... Interesting. So Bondage is down 36% of search, but Shibari was up 62%. And the difference between those two, so shibari is a form of Japanese rope bondage mm-hmm. involving intricate and beautiful patterns, blah, 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 blah um, created with ropes for a person's body while you're mm. doing it, pretty much. Um, but And bondage is bondage, mm-hmm. just not with, as like a Japanese bondage, it's just a regular and being restraining around, someone. And being around for centuries, it's yeah. nothing new. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, why is shibari... Up and bondage, the search is down. Is that um, weird? I, it could be because people don't know about it, so it's a new thing. It could be that in some people's minds it's more acceptable. Maybe it's more interesting because it's, I don't know. I mean, it could be a lot of different things. Yeah. But that is odd. Is it? Is it to do with TikTok? It probably is. Oh, because there's shibari on TikTok? Well, if you they look... They don't even let you say sex on there. Oh, I'm sure the stuff on TikTok. There's all sorts of weird things. Oh, that's fucked up. There's probably like a weird version of TikTok, isn't there? Probably. Like know. Reddit? 
Maybe it's a thing on Reddit. Maybe yeah, that's you're right. It is. Because when they're talking about what's being searched, you don't know whether they're talking about Google, TikTok, yeah. Reddit. You're right. You know, there's so many ways to search, and we all search different generations. We search in different ways. Like I would say, one of my Gen Z daughters, I don't think she looks at anything in Google. She just she wants to know something. She goes to TikTok. That's horrible. I mean, it's not brilliant. No, I'll give you that. But it's not like you look at TikTok. If you actually are not very well informed and you just go and put something into TikTok, and, uh, TikTok, sorry, Google, and you think that what's going to come up is actually the truth. Yeah. Well, you got to take that with a grain of salt. You really fucking do. Mm. Um, those are all the ones I found interesting, to be honest. The rest is like, I guess we'll have to see in 2024 what, yeah. what comes up. What comes up? It could be like a new fisting me- mechanism. Oh, you can those, all of those you can buy. I think there's anything. New. I think everything that's been invented. That's the thing I find interesting is that people, like especially younger people, and this I sound very old when I'm saying this, young think that people. this is all new. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about Shabari or whatever we're talking about, or Femboy. Oh my god! I mean, this the is shit. This is not new. It's been around. It's not new. You're just googling it or mm-hmm. TikToking it or whatever you're doing. It's not new. I'm afraid. Sorry. And and it's a cycle. Maybe it's interesting now. We forgot about it last yeah. year, maybe. Mel was the original hipster, obviously. Clearly. <laughs> and now we've decided to think about it again. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. And like, I hope this brings, you know, some new education to our Gen Zs. And oh, yeah. I want them to have more education. That would be good. Their everything. sexual life and everything. <laughs> Pretty much everything. <laughs> please, please don't just use TikTok for your search engines. No. So what is your hope as we finish our pod? What is your hope for 2024? My sexual hope? Or uh, my hope in general? Just general. <sighs> I just want to, I want, because I can't control anything, right? I can only control myself in Absolutely. my ways, right? Yeah. And I hope for myself that I can still be a kind person. Mm-hmm. I don't get jaded mm-hmm. enough to not smile at a stranger in the street, mm-hmm. to not hold the door open mm-hmm. for people. You know, like, I think that's what a lot of what we're losing as a, and maybe that's just because we live in a city. I'm sure there's places that are different, but when you live in a big city, you feel more alone, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So when you, when you kind of figure out that you have, some power in yourself in just the way you react and mm-hmm. the way you can make people feel in small gestures i think that's very powerful and i want more of that for 2024 i think that's an excellent answer thanks mel i like that a lot <laughs> yeah. well i just want i want everyone to have a goal of 2024 to be kind and um open the door for a stranger help someone off the bus you know yeah, and don't uh, judge anyone too quickly. I would say that and and also try and be positive. I know it's really hard in the world yeah. that we live in. And if you look at the news or you look at social media or you look at whatever you look at, it's it it's can toxic. be very toxic, very depressing. And every day you look at it something new that's sort of shit. Mm-hmm. And I think in a sense you have to um not not think about that, but you can't let that cloud your view of the world mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean obviously it has to inform you but try and still get on with your life and be positive and not let that drag you down that's it i think 
Um, when I'm feeling absolute shit, because I look at social media, because it's part of our job, it's part mm-hmm. of this podcast, it's part of our life. Like, and I look up from my phone and I realize there's an entire world out there and I still have power mm-hmm. in just myself. 100%. And I can do good things mm-hmm. in just every day. I don't have to fucking save the world, but I can make someone else feel good maybe doing a small gesture for that day. And I think that's really powerful. It is. And also to remember that your personal interactions, like, you know, we're so sort of glued to social media. Yeah. Go out there, go and have dinner with that friend, go and have a drink, go and have a cup of tea, go and have a cup of coffee, go and see somebody. Yeah. Um, It really does help, you know. It does. That social media is not your, what I, it not it shouldn't be your life mm-hmm. and you don't have to have 50 million friends just go out there and actually interact with the world and i you know with people that you know who who love and you know respect you and whatever and do more of that yeah is that your goal as well bell why do that anyway no i know <laughs> so what's your goal for 2024 uh, excellent oh, it's a very good question have you for thought me. about it yet yeah i always think about it i have business goals and i have personal goals um, I do personally just keep trying to be as healthy as I can be. I'm one of those people who I always keep thinking about the new thing, the new way to, you know, to do something mm-hmm. that I'm not necessarily doing it right. So maybe do this. Okay. I'm a bit like that. Like I'm always thinking about, you know, um, what I should be improving on. Like Ozempic? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, that is definitely not, not something on the list. I'm interested in. Love what we get rid of that in 2024. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's just. It's bad. It is. I mean, there's so many things about. I mean, I, you know, we're going to go off on a tangent, but I, I really understand why people do take it. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I'm not saying it's a bad drug. It's just people everywhere. Anyways, we don't have to get into it. No. But yeah, it's a great it's a great goal, Mel. I want to be healthier too. Mm. I feel like I have kind of I think balance. I think balance. Oh yeah, 100%. is important. Hanson, that's what you know. Bring it at in. my age, balance is very important. Like, a little bit of sex, a lot of sex, a little bit of sex, a little, little bit of sex, a little bit of wine, a little bit of cake, <laughs> and then you know, a lot of orgasms though. Yeah, orgasms are totally healthy. Yeah, a lot of salad. That's also healthy. A lot of salad. I like salad sometimes. I fucking love a salad. But um, a lot of podding, a lot of podcast, a lot of podding, a lot lot of of listening, a lot of sharing. Yeah, a lot of truth sharing. That should be everyone's goal. Can we share our truths more? Yes, good goal. Can we talk about it more? Talk more. Let's talk more. It's never good to bottle it up. I think in all the situations I can think of that I've. Just being in this year alone, mm-hmm. uh, friends and family and stuff, when you don't share, it makes it very, very hard in the end. It really does. And I know and I really understand that sometimes it's not the easiest thing in the world to do because it's difficult to get to the point of actually being able to share. But, you know. We're here, guys. And we, we want you to share in 2024. And since you know we're wrapping up this year we're going into a new year whether you listen to this in 2023 or 2024 or whenever let's keep it going let's share what we can let's start the year right i love it susie absolutely let's go have some orgasms there you go she's told you what to do (laughs) until next time until next time see ya
Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.